And that was Anywhere by Rita Ora. Our award-winning sustainability reporter, Keely Warren, speaks with Jeff Manchester, co-founder and director of adventure travel company Intrepid Travel, which is the largest B Corp certified travel company globally. Jeff shares his insights on the importance of sustainability in travel and how his organisation has helped communities and the environment through tourism. Welcome to the show today, Jeff. Thanks, Kelly. Great to be here. Jeff, you co-founded Intrepid more than 30 years ago. What are some of the biggest challenges that you've seen in the way that people are travelling post the pandemic? Well, before I talk about travellers, I thought I might just mention consumers and because it's something that's really ongoing there. And as consumers, most of us own enough stuff. Now, we don't really need any more material possessions. So life and life is becoming much more about experiences. And I think travel is a big part of that. And, and people are wanting experiences because experiences last a lifetime. So travel is becoming more and more important to, to people. So what we're seeing is is a continuation of people wanting not so much to go and see things, so less sightseeing and much more interest in what we call, call real life experiences. So they want to they want to do things rather than just see things. And it's things like having lunch with a Nubian family in southern Egypt where they can see how the people live, learn about their culture and lifestyle, and just have a chance to um, to chat and interact. That's something that's been going on for a while, but it's certainly um, post-pandemic, it's, uh, we're certainly seeing more and more interest in, uh, in that sort of activity. Mm, I completely agree. I think the pandemic really highlighted that experiences are really, you know, the, the most important thing for a lot of us. They're the things that we, we, we create memories based on experience as opposed to materialistic possessions and items. So, yeah, it's really interesting that you're also seeing that on your side and, and that's been really highlighted in, in the, the way that people are responding to a lot of the experiences that Intrepid are offering um, going forward since the pandemic. What do you think this all means for the future of the tourism industry? The tourism industry is is definitely changing and while we've always um, been about real life experiences, the, the whole mainstream part of the tourism industry is moving to what we've been doing for the last 34 years. And I guess in a way that's a bit of a challenge for us to stay ahead of the industry, but it's, it's not a threat to us because we we can think of lots and lots of things to be doing to um, to keep our um, our travellers um, really occupied. But it's great that the the industry is is changing in that way. The other thing I was going to talk about in in, in terms of the way people are travelling post pandemic is being much more conscious of the impact they're having when they're travelling. So really, people want to make sustainable choices in in the way that they travel. And it's things like travelling to less crowded destinations. And you know, we all know about over-tourism and the, the really the negative impact in a lot of, especially cities um, and, and some of the really popular places to visit. And people are, uh, and certainly we're looking for alternatives for, for people to, um, to visit different places that are ultimately just as good, maybe just um, not as well known as, as the really high pressure ones. And associated with that, I, I think, is travelling off-peak because, it, it, Again, people, especially in Europe, tend to travel at a very precise time of the year and it might be the best time of the year for a destination, but it doesn't mean the other times of the year aren't great times to visit. And so we're really encouraging people to think about travelling uh, a little bit off-peak. And people want to experience nature more. 
they want to see nature and biodiversity being protected and they want to experience it. We've all been locked up for for several years and, and people are wanting to get out and experience nature and get out in the big wide world again. So, that you know, walking and cycling as well, people want to be active as well as being uh, out in nature. Mm, I can definitely relate to that. I think that we all can, not having an opportunity to have that connection with the environment and with nature for such a long time, it's become so much more important and it feels so much more rejuvenating and fulfilling when we do spend that time out and about particularly doing things that are you know with our feet and with our bodies immersed in in natural environments it it certainly does feel very different now more than ever before jeff when it comes to travel companies and destinations what are some of the benefits to them when we think about sustainability why should they be making sustainability a priority yeah, it most definitely needs to be a priority. Look, one of the one of the big issues that all companies should addressing, especially any company of a decent size, is risk and uh, sustainability and climate change. A huge well, are risk for company and their companies, and they're becoming bigger and bigger risks. And for us as a business, in our risk assessment, climate change has been something that is like it's viewed as something that's going to happen in the future. But what, right now, we're we've changed into viewing that as something that is a significant risk right now. And so every company should be addressing risk um, so that they can continue to trade successfully into the long-term future, let alone just the idea of protecting themselves um, in the short term. But also travellers are looking for come to travel with businesses that are addressing significant issues that we're facing around the world. And certainly travellers are, are looking at the sustainability of businesses, um, what they're doing about climate change, how they travel. And, and so it's important to show as a business that you are actually doing things, not that you just have, you know, a few policies or whatever, that you really are taking um, action for, for protecting uh, the environment into the future. Yeah, that's right. And I think also the companies that are really thinking about things, including you know supporting the local economy thinking about the way that their um, tours and trips and experiences impact local communities and all of those sorts of things it's it's particularly um, important and it certainly is growing and one of the things I was going to ask you I know that you've done some work in co-designing tourism through Intrepid with with various communities around the world Uh, is there an example of a project that Intrepid's developed in tandem with a local community and what did that actually mean for for that village and and for for visitors that go there yes there's one in particular we designed in myanmar which which is a bit unfortunate because the political situation in myanmar isn't uh, good at the moment and there's no tourism going there but we developed um, a project with three reasonably remote villages not hugely remote and worked with them over a period of years to really find out to ensure that they wanted to work in tourism and find out what they wanted to get out of tourism and for us to talk about what we needed them to be able to provide for our customers to enjoy visiting their villages and we worked with a not-for-profit called Action Asia so it was the three organisations working together and Action Asia were great because they were able to assist the villagers to develop the requirements we have, like a small, very basic guest house, but also develop skills to be able to to guide travellers around the village, maybe the cooking class, take them cycling, do a number of activities. And so that enabled Intrepid to include these villages in the itinerary, and rather than just go there for a short visit, to uh, spend two nights and two full days there, so that our travellers could 
really immerse themselves in the village, spend time with um, various people from the village doing a number of activities, and um, and ultimately really contribute to the villages in a more substantial way. Because one of the issues about tourism is a company like us might visit a village and for a small activity, but only a small proportion of the people in the village would benefit from that. Whereas when we're visiting for a more significant time and many more people have been involved, it means a much more significant number of people in the villages can be involved and can benefit from tourism. So that visit to these three villages um, was hugely popular with our travellers. And we went from running a trip there, I think, once every once a month to weekly. That meant that the uh, income uh, that the villagers received from our our, um, our visits was uh, much more significant. And it meant that they could develop their skills, um, develop the village in various ways. And so, so benefit from tourism uh, over a long period of time. But not only that, the visits became known by the government in Myanmar and, and often they would get visited by politicians to see what was going on. And in a, in a country like Myanmar, when politicians visit a village like that, they give them money for other development projects. So the village went, villages were going ahead really well. And then the other benefit was that the local tourism guide course found out about it and started taking tourism guides there. And that, that's hugely beneficial because it gives them exposure to this community-based tourism and broadens their understanding of what tourism is all about rather than just go, being a guide to take, um, take tourists to see uh, a monument or something like that. Mm, that's a fabulous outcome and an outcome that is much more far-reaching than just the the people that you worked with in the village it's it's really that that ripple effect which is I guess the true benefits as well around sustainability and and thinking about integrating more community-based tourism principles into um, designing tourism it's really fairly prevalent in this example that you've given us thank you for sharing that and the real long-term benefit is of something like that is that we can roll that sort of project out uh, around the world in, in you know many many different places in many different countries and to really spread the benefit of tourism to um, to people who otherwise would be involved in tourism. Mm, it, it provides a perfect example um, to share and, and to provide, I guess, a case study as well for other destinations that are, are sort of thinking about what the, the benefits of community-based tourism could potentially be and, and ways that they could look at designing it for their destination. Mm, really interesting. Jeff, to finish up our conversation today, could you share some tips or travel hacks that you could leave us with to help us all explore the world in a more responsible way when we travel in the future? Yeah, sure. Um, plenty of those. So I'd, I'd start by encouraging people to travel less often but for longer periods of time because the most impactful activity of travelling as far as climate is concerned is, is your, um, your flights. And so rather than taking you know, several flights a year, if you reduce that and stay for longer each time, that's certainly beneficial to the environment. And I guess aligned with that is not succumbing to the idea of seeing as much as possible. So travelling more slowly, um, covering less ground, but engaging more in the places that you visit and learning more about the places that you, you're visiting. 
Mm, that's right. Taking the time to do that research and really, really think about the people based in that destination, the different um, cultural um, traditions and beliefs, and even learning a little bit of the local language. These sorts of things they really mm-hmm. go a long way with being able to connect properly with the communities that that you 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 really engage with when we are lucky enough to travel the world. Yes, absolutely. And the other one, the other one I encourage people is to not visit establishments that encourage uh, contact with wild a- animals. And I'm talking about things like elephant riding, tiger petting, aquariums where they have whales and dolphins. Um, animals are animals should be in the wild, and if you want to see them, go and visit them in the wild. That's exactly right. I think that for for, for many years it was it was a, a real attraction for a lot of people um, to go and do those sorts of things, but it's really great to see there are so many organisations like Intrepid that have have made so much progress over the last couple of decades around really steering clear of including those sorts of experiences for guests but also educating and and, and sharing awareness around um, why that's not necessarily the, the the option that people should be considering and that seeing animals in the wild is, is certainly a much more exciting and a, a, a way for people to... Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Thank you so much for joining us on, on the show today, Jeff. I really appreciate you sharing these insights um, and, and, and understanding around what Intrepid have been doing. My pleasure, Keely. Jeff Manchester of Intrepid Travel there, speaking with our sustainability reporter, Keely Warren. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.